Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. All right, welcome back into the Fitness Fanatics. We had a great first hour. If you miss any part of the show, you can check us out on theticketfm.com under Ticket Weeknights and Weekends. Uh, we're under there, Fitness Fanatics. We're also um, right now on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, Allo Channel 951. So you can just get in your recliner and watch. It goes all the way up until 3 a.m. too. So if you really like the ticket, watch that 3 a.m. So now. you guys just replay? Yeah, so usually after the last show of the night, it's replay. So if you just go to Allo TV or Twitch, um, you can you can watch ticket through the middle of the night if you really want to. Do we get the 2 a.m. time slot? <laughs> Sometimes. You guys have been on at 2 in the morning every now and then. Yeah, <laughs> yes. If you're a little down, you can turn us on, get a little pumped up. Um, all right. So, let, Becky, we want to get into your fitness journey. So we want to start when you were younger. Right. So where did you grow up in Nebraska? Um, were you involved in sports? Were you athletic? Did you do anything <laughs> athletically at all growing up in school? So let's start back there so we can get to know you a little bit. Sure. I, I'm a farm girl. So Nebraska farm girl, again, born and raised, grew out outside of Lincoln in kind of the Lincoln Crete area, went to school in Crete. Um, so shout out to everybody from Crete because, um, I like that place. Uh, so I, Wanted to be athletic more than anything in the whole wide world. <laughs> okay. I really did. Um, and I am not. <laughs> I'm not. But it's okay. I uh, I did do things in high school. I, I played basketball, um, and that was going to be my sport. And I it- think that you're like the opposite of me where I'm not – I am athletic, but I'm not competitive, but I think yeah. you have too much of the competitiveness. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> that maybe held you back a little bit from the athleticism because your competitiveness For probably sure. like For took sure. over. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. I, no, you're fine. I was going to play <laughs> basketball and I was, I was really good at shooting and my parents sent me a lot of shooting camps and we had, um, um, we had a person who did shooting camps in Crete and I learned a lot from that. And so I, I probably could have been okay, but I'm not fast. And that, and Nicole knows that. She's run with me before. I'm not either. Um, but fine. even when I was young, I was never fast. I did letter in track my freshman year of high school um, because I'm pretty sure the head coach just felt so bad for That's me. why I lettered in soccer. And so, so I have an athletic letter. <laughs> me too. I, I, I got I to gotta be honest. I'm, I'm a music kid. Um, I... And even now, as I run, I listen to show tunes mm-hmm. when I run. Mm-hmm. So um, not not big into sports. But I was the captain of the cheerleading, um, the football cheerleading squad my senior year of high school. And I, I did enjoy doing that. That kept me active. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. I'm super competitive. Yes. And so the fact that I'm not good at sports, I'm a fantastic sports fan. I right. think you're <laughs> just too com- almost too competitive. <laughs> Yeah, to to have let that not that you're not athletic, yeah. but like I feel I'm like not. you're the type that gets really wound up, and that probably got in the way of your ability to. <laughs> you, yeah, when you're seeing red because right. you're super competitive, it's probably hard to see the basket or see the well, lane. <laughs> I so my freshman year of high school in basketball, I ran a poor small girl over on the basketball court i just stuck my shoulder down we were losing i don't think we had scored a point it was like the third quarter and we were down probably 20 something to nothing because we we were just it was rough that year bad creek freshman basketball year 
And I, she was standing there just doing her job, playing defense. And I was like, what happens if I just go? Will she, will she move? She didn't. I got thrown out of the game. Um, and thus. That's impressive. Yeah. Probably. I'm, I'm tough. That does not surprise like, me at all. Like, yeah. I, I'm tough and I will, like, push through things. But yes. as far as, like, the skill to, like, be, like, to be able to actually, like, put it all together, it's just not, it's just not there. But okay. I can critique it. And I will watch it and cheer for mm-hmm. it. And I'm really good at that. And I will make nachos while it's happening. Yeah. Well, hey, at least you played. And drinks. And, yeah. You played in in the games. I mean, unlike me, who, you know, played <laughs> at halftime. Right. <laughs> when the coach and the real players went in to the yeah. to get, let's talk about what we're gonna do. You know, I was out there playing. I was as like a junior. The, I was the halftime entertainment. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I always, man, I always, I was hitting threes just. But I never get into the real game. No. I'm just like way down at the end of the bench. Just, Coach, did you? S- oh no, you didn't see me during <laughs> halftime because you're in the locker room talking to the team. For sure. Didn't the assistant coach relay the information? I hit a three. Like, come on, yeah. get me out there. Yeah. If you count marching band as a sport, maybe maybe that. Well, I'll tell you yeah. about the theater. Yeah. Um, our kids did children's theater when we were in Des Moines. They had um, they had a what was the about cap yes and they did all kinds of musicals in altoona Altoona. yeah and you know our kids were never in sports either Mm -hmm. um but you know we always thought like you know like being in the theater kind of teaches them the same things that sports does right and marching band and marching band teamwork like you know working as a team um you know they also speaking public speaking which is like if you t- if you take a poll, public speaking is like people's most the fear mm-hmm. they yeah. fear the most um, is public speaking. So yeah, speaking like I mean I remember when Ben had a a, a solo lines mm-hmm. and he we was were the like King of Hearts. He was in the Alice King of Hearts. Wonderland. Yes, oh. yeah. <laughs> Spotlight goes on him and Nicole and are like, oh my gosh, we can't <laughs> we we can't even take this. Like I don't even know what we would have done if our kids played sports. I would have been like I, out. we were nervous wreck for his two lines. Yeah. For a solo in, as the King of Hearts. Yes. Um, but it teaches you a lot of the things that um, sports teaches you. Sure. You know, also yeah. being y- competitive because you want to do the best and they have to try out for parts. And yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the public speaking is, is the, the main thing. Because you're not public speaking playing sports, right? Um, but you're but the on theater, display. It is. It's public performance. Yeah, public performance, but not like public But I was speaking. just talking to Jane, one of our members, who um, has had been in the drive-thru a couple times at Culver's and she always remarks at how good he is at it. And I really think theater has helped him with that because it's almost like a performance to him. Like he loves it. He loves putting on his little custom because he's not that courteous at home by any means. (laughs) Yeah. And he's not rude, but he's just quiet. But when he puts that little Culver's hat on, he is, it's almost like a performance sure, to him, which awesome. is really cool. So, yeah, marching band totally yeah. counts. Yeah, yeah, don't sleep on marching band. Yeah. A, it's tough. It's it's competitive. Yes. Um, I was a marching band mom. None of my kids are in band anymore. But when my first one was, like, it's cutthroat. It stresses like, me out, too. Mom to mom, it's a little bit cutthroat, you know. So, it, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I love it. It's great stuff. And those are the those are my soulmates. You know, mm-hmm. the, the kids that I did band with, the kids that I did musicals with, those are those are forever. There's some connection there. Mm-hmm. Just like sports. So fun. Yeah. Yo, Ben's in, he does marching band. So, yeah. you yep. know, and I Trumpet. did marching band. Yep. I was the trombone player. Yeah. 
I was too, Jeff. Oh, yes. oh my gosh! Oh. I had to quit though. It gets it gets intense. They start doing the, <laughs> you had to quit. when they start. Well, I was done. They start. You oh. know when they you start going over each other's heads with the trombones. You'll see it where like they'll go up, the other oh, ones yeah. go side. They start doing that, and I was like, I'm out. I can't I, do that. I'm gonna hit someone in the head. Trombone <laughs> players are a special breed. That is funny. That's real. I've, of course, I tried, Harrison also. I tried the to get Ben to play the trombone, but he just he's a trumpet player. He likes his trumpet. So yes. But okay. I, all right. So, so anyway. no illustrious high nope. school college sports career nope yeah and then straight into being a mom Mm -hmm. i had kate when i was 19 matt and i got married when i was 19 yeah so Mm -hmm. we're a year behind you guys we're coming in on 24 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, yeah Yeah. and went straight into working and trying to finish school there and so any thoughts of doing that you know gave way to having kids and and growing up kids and so kind of lost all of that when it comes to taking time for myself um, in in that process of raising kids, which I still am raising kids. They're not gone. Right. They still live there. Um, but, you know. They still live yeah, there. They yeah. turn into like. <laughs> they they by, take care of themselves they kinda, at a certain right. point. They go from, if you've ever had fish, fish are really hard to keep alive. So yeah. I think, I think babies are easier to keep alive than fish. So like babies start as fish, but by the time. And then they're kind of like house plants. So like my our kids are like house plants. Right. They're just there. You just got to keep an you, eye on them. You got to feed and water right. them. For sure. For Make sure resources. they get up. Yeah. So you're yeah. in the house plant. Yeah. And I, you know, I come from, I come from a family. My 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 mom's side and my dad's side. On my mom's side, we are definitely a hardy bunch, right? So we are built. You know, we are built of stocky stock. Mm-hmm. So um, when when it's just naturally there anyway. And so there wasn't a lot of taking care of myself for. Lots of years, Mm -hmm. lots of years. And I would try things. I was just like everybody else who here's the next best thing, best thing that's going to make me happy. And and that was what was always in my mind. When I lose weight, when I get to this, then I'm going to be, you know, then I'm going to be there and my life's going to going to be exactly what I want it to be. Mm -hmm. And it turns out like 15 years of life went by with me just existing in that and being afraid to do things and being quite honestly, you know, embarrassed about who I was Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for, for a lot of years. And so 2018, Mm -hmm. January. So it was, it was the new year's resolution, probably the 15th or 16th new year's resolution that I had to do something about my health in a row. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. Here we go. I know. It's yep. like Nebraska's off-season national champions. We're yeah. on like a 25-year win streak. Right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Our number 16 New this Year's resolution. So what made you decide, like, how long did you know about Ferrell's? Yeah. And then what made you decide to join that 10-week challenge? Yeah. So probably four or five years before I joined, um, a friend in Omaha had done Ferrell's. And I didn't. I didn't even live in Nebraska at that point, but I saw what she did and was just amazed at what she did. And she became an instructor at that point. And so I knew there was this program that she had done and that she had had great success. So, you know, you start looking at websites and you're like, oh, look at that. And then it was, you know, you read this extreme body shape and you're like, oh, okay, what's that? (laughs) So then we moved to Lincoln and I I spied on that website for probably a year, year and a half. And Mm -hmm. finally, Matt Matt said that he would be willing to do it with me. And that's been, for me, that's been a key to my success is that we, we did it together. Mm -hmm. Um, and we were both at a point where, I mean, Jeff, you talk about your journey a lot and you know, the insurance thing, and we were not healthy people. We were not in good shape and we weren't old by any means, right? We were in our mid thirties and the thought of, I, I have to do something like this is no way to keep going. Um, 
I, you know, we signed up for that January session. I told friends and family that I was doing it and I, there were people who not in a mean way, but they, they laughed at me. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're going to do what? <laughs> and I probably was inside not thinking I could do it either. And walked into that gym on the first day making dumb jokes about myself, which is what I do <laughs> to, to mask any yeah. sort of feelings that I actually have about things and just started. And it was immediate. Like I have never had such a moment in my life where there was an immediate moment of, wait a minute, this is very, very different for me. But it, it took not just 10 weeks, but probably a year of relearning like who I was as a person and the things that had prevented me from reaching any goals and then unlearning just those toxic ideas that everybody has about what health is. Yeah. And Farrell's gave that to me. And that is something that I will for my whole entire life be so thankful that I have. And that's what I try to give to the people I coach mm-hmm. is that, yep, you have ideas of what you want, but you have to understand that, you know, everyone's journey is a little different and everyone has different needs about what they need. And I look at my day one pictures all the time. And I'm so thankful to that girl who walked in that door, who wasn't afraid. She's way more brave than I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause she, she didn't think she could do it, and she she did that anyway. So I'm so thankful for her. Mm-hmm. Well, in a, yeah. a, a couple weeks into your 10 week challenge journey, you get news that the gyms have been sold. Yeah, that was real. <laughs> Who the heck are these new owners moving from <laughs> Iowa to come take over this gym that I just decided after two years I was going to join? Yep. Here we go. What's going to happen? And in come Nicole and I. Yeah, yep. ha- we did. <laughs> so you were of your part session. of. We, yeah, we we took over in the middle of the winter of 2018. Um, so there we have a few people still with us from that group. Um, you and Matt, um, mm-hmm. Jeff Watson still yep. comes. Yeah, he was on our team. Yes. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, and then he yeah. moved to Kansas City. He did. He moved. So him and his wife come. Yeah. Rod Hill still comes. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. in that group. Um, so, I mean, it was a small group, but there's, you know, quite a few that are still here after all that time. So, you know, we moved here, not knowing anybody and just jumped into the challenge and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I don't remember, you know, when you, when you see, when I see pictures of you guys, like, you know, you posted a picture on Mm -hmm. the group page, like, I don't remember you looking like that yeah, or, or Matt looking like he did when he, I I don't remember that at all. Um, you know, so it's just kind of, so here we come. Took over and, and, and here you go. You're still here five yeah. years later. Five years later. It's uh, again, it has, it has made, I tell people this all the time. It has made all the difference for me, not just in fitness, but in, you know, I had started at ILC a couple years before that. And again, the skills and what I've learned about myself through ferals has helped me be successful in my career. Um, and in, in how, how I operate with people there, just this idea that you don't have to have any preconceived like anything to do the things that you want to do mm-hmm. um i can i can go out and i can run a half marathon with wherever i am i can train and i can do that and i don't have to get down to some perfect ideal place in my life mm-hmm. to be able to to do that or i don't have to be concerned about you know what i'm doing right now because i need to be some sort of something else before i do that and so it just I don't know why I needed to learn that, but but I did. And then the yeah. idea that I can still like incorporate the things that I love about food and and those types of things and still be healthy about it, yeah, has has been game changing. Well, and me. I think that's such an important part of the journey because we always you come into it 
thinking, like you said, like, okay, I'm going to, you'd already looked at all the before and after Mm -hmm. pictures and you're like, okay, that could be me. You know what I mean? And then you get into it. And the, the most important thing that I wish more people could get out of the 10 week program or just out of starting something is knowing that realizing that it's okay to change your mind about what success is within that program. Because is it realistic to think, to look at someone's after picture when their before picture looks nothing like you? Like that's what most people do. They find like the best after picture and think, okay, if I do this, that's what I'm going to look like in 10 weeks when that's not what you looked like. You didn't look like their before picture and who cares? Like there's so many things that can go into why you may never look like that. But then to to realize and have those little wins along the way where you realize, you know what, maybe being the smallest version of myself is not the goal. Maybe I just want to be healthier, but I still want to be able to eat birthday cake on my kid's birthday or, you know, like, and I think that's where a lot of people miss when they sign up for anything that's a set amount of time. Like set a goal, that's great, goals are awesome. You can also change those goals. For sure. Right. And you can become whatever you want and you don't have to wait until you see that number on the scale because maybe you're not, it's not worth it to you to ever see that number on the scale. And that's okay because you're healthy and you're active. And you, you know, the thing that I like about looking at before pictures for people, um, it's not really the body transformation. It's the the way people carry themselves and it's the health that you see in people's faces. I mean, how many times, Jeff, have we seen before and after pictures where people have just dark circles and Mm -hmm. they just look so unhealthy in their Mm -hmm. before picture and then in their after picture or just later, they're just brighter and healthier and it has nothing to do with the number on the scale. So I think that's something that you've done such a good job of embracing throughout your, you know, time. And I think that helps you as a coach too, instructor, like showing people this not doesn't have to be our goals and has to always have to be the smallest version. I want to be the healthiest version of myself. Yeah. And I, I was the world's worst perfectionist. <clears throat> of It was all mm-hmm. or nothing. Yeah. Either I, I'm going to do great or I failed. And so understanding that there is an in-between there is super important. <clears throat> lots of in-betweens. People, for sure. Yeah. Lots of in-between sometimes. You know, and I've seen these, you know, kind of memes before where like, you can measure success, you know, depending on where you're at in your journey. Su- success is measured by you know, seeing a cupcake and saying no to that cupcake is success. But for some people seeing that cupcake and allowing themselves to have it and not have it spiral and make, you know, the whole next six months be cupcakes every single day, that's success for people too. And you have to find what works for you. You have to find that puzzle piece for you and stop trying to like cram you know, the little circle into the square peg, like yes. <laughs> move it over one and you're going to have success. So you really have to find, and it's a decision you're making constantly. It's not a 10 week commitment. It's something that you're constantly making. And just like you said with ILC, sometimes it's two steps forward, one step back, but you always have that like base to come back to. Yeah. It, it took a long time to get that mindset out of my head of, I had a bad day today, whether it was with nutrition or whether I didn't get a workout in today so tomorrow I have to feel bad about myself because of what happened yesterday Mm -hmm. and I don't have any of that anymore I I have to run this half marathon in a couple weeks and I do know I haven't trained the way I'd want to (laughs) and I feel a little bit bad about that because it's gonna hurt I do know that but 
again, I I don't feel bad about the choices that I made yesterday because I'm no. I'm making those choices. They're not make they're not controlling me anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is such a a shift change. Even if I want that cupcake, like I'm making that choice for that cupcake. It's not that I can't control myself from eating that cupcake. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's party. about developing a relationship with food. Yeah, like a healthy relationship to food. That's why if you do something where you're just starving yourself and you know eating super super low calorie for a quick fix that's not fixing the main problem the main problem for most everybody is right here between the ears absolutely it's all mental you know so the quick fixes yes are good in the intermediate time in the the beginning but if you're not changing mentally and, and developing a good relationship with food so you can eat your cupcake on your kid's birthday or you can have a beer at a game and it's not going to be you're not just going to be spiraling out of control for the next month because you're allowing yourself that now you have developed good relationships with food and it might take years to get those relationships i we still struggle Mm -hmm. to this day relationships with food because it's it's just an ongoing thing that you always have to be conscious of um you know our gyms are by honest abes and walk out and the smell is just i mean he just takes over your whole life it seems like oh my god yeah. this is amazing we got cupcakes right over there too i feel I like know. you guys are trying to deter me they cupcakes. look really good and I'm... i know i saw those on the last break well, i wonder who brought those in mark but, your ten thousand yeah. dollar challenger <laughs> no. that's funny yeah yeah must see trying to get rid of mark's them. a good example of having a good relationship with food because he's bakes an amazing baker too yes. and, and he'll yeah and so he'll he'll bake stuff and not eat what he's baking yeah. like i mean we we bake and something also and i'll s- eat the whole dozen cookies yeah we have to be careful with yes. that <laughs> also we saw him at the ticket tailgate last yesterday and he's drinking a beer and they it was much larger than he expected it's like a goblet but again it is it's a giant margarita but yeah. it was with beer <laughs> so but he's still like he drank it and it was fine. It was not the end of the world. He'll make an adjustment yes, yes. and he'll move on with his life where, you know, we talked to say in the past that could have been like, well, I already screwed up. So I'm going to have all this other stuff too. Mm-hmm. Let's have three more. Let's, you know, so yeah. that part is super duper important. Yeah. And from the text line, Bubba says, good reminder. Uh, so glad my wife and I heard this this morning. Um, and yeah, yeah, it really is that just sometimes a reminder. Like yeah. it's easy to get caught up. I see a pizza on game day. I'm not going to think about it. But yeah. you just remind yourself, like, I don't need to eat five slices. Yes. I'm good with one or two. Right. Yeah. 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 Or if you just had something yesterday, you don't need to have it again today. Like the cupcakes sitting there, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Well, I I, yeah. Oh. I remember when I worked at John Deere, people would bring in donuts and I would really struggle mentally, you know, and you go, you go all day holding out, holding out and you're like, man i really hope there's none left <laughs> by the end of the day yeah. and then there is and you take three of them home and you eat them on the way home you almost i mean this it. was in my 20s you know like yeah. it happens to everybody yeah. and now i can you know we went to hertz donuts yesterday after the game and brought some home and i had a couple donuts for dinner last night and like it wasn't that out of control feeling it was like i planned to have this and you know well, and I think like we we saw a couple members, you know, like we saw Kurt and there I'm eating a hot dog and, you know, it's, but I, I want our members to not look at us like, oh, they never eat anything bad. Like, I don't want anybody to feel ashamed because they're eat, they're drinking a beer in front of us. No. It's like, we're right there getting our tacos and margaritas and just, mm-hmm. you know, having fun because 
that's what life is about. You don't have to be right. super restrictive all the time, you know, because you're just kind of now some people can do that. Okay. Yeah. We're not sure. telling people if you, right. If you've never don't... had a cupcake before, don't just start eating cupcakes right. because we said that <laughs> right. you can. Right. <laughs> like if you don't like cupcakes, then fine. I, I don't eat Nutella for that reason because yeah. I've never had it. And I know if I eat it, I'm going to absolutely love it. Yeah, that's a good so idea. I just, say, I just stay away from that's it. That's a good idea. But well, then, you know, on the other hand, I got up this morning. I ran for an hour on the treadmill. I had a protein shake and an apple on the way here. Like, you know, so it is about balance. Yeah. Right. It's fine. Right. All right. Well, so. we are up against a break. When we come back, we want to talk a little bit about instructing and coaching with Becky because not only did she, she do ferals, but she's also taken a couple steps up within the program. So we'll be right back here on Fitness Fanatics 93.7 The Ticket.